Hello, and thank you for joining me with Just a Guy and his journey back to God. As I mentioned earlier in the initial podcast, this discussion, this journey, is really to be shared. The things that I'm going through, the things you're going through, and all of the different elements that we face, and the struggles, the tribulations, and, and whatnot, this is to be a very candid, open time, and a time in which I share who I am, what I'm going through, and hopefully it gives you a little bit of, of support knowing that you aren't alone. So I just wanted to give you an update and update you on some of the things that are going on and are a little bit behind the scenes. So I've posted now, I believe, seven or eight different podcasts. Those are the first ones I've done, but that's been a part of a journey for almost since the end of October, beginning of November, that I've accomplished all of eight different podcasts. I've struggled with the fact that I think I told you, I know I told you, that this isn't my personality. It's like, who am I? Why would someone want to listen to me? But I'm being obedient, but I've rebelled. I've delayed this. I've said I can't do it until I figure out how to post, get a website, all this great stuff. And I've been working at it, but not as diligently as I should. I've been, you know, overcome or distracted by holidays, the time with, you know, my family, my kids. My kids are older and grown up, but I've been visiting them and and doing various things with them. So I've really not pushed as hard as I should. And I didn't, and I wanted to be, you know, transparent with you. So you understand where I'm at and what I'm going through. And the challenges and the struggles I'm facing, and maybe you are too, even though I love God, I know him, I still question, do I really love him? Am I being obedient? What more do I need to do? And why do I keep doing things I don't want to do? And why is my heart at times feeling so hard and calloused? towards him and and unwilling to be obedient because that's one of the things I love about Isaiah Isaiah and why I chose to start with Isaiah Isaiah defines how to be right with God and or how not to be right with God and I really like that it also defines and shows that God was thinking about us the Gentiles the non-Jew from the very beginning he wasn't to be the God of only Israel of Jacob, Abraham. He was to be the God of all the nations. And I love that element within Isaiah and all the different facets that Isaiah shows and demonstrates. It's an incredible book. You will see the prophecy of Jesus being born. You'll see the prophecy of him dying and being the salvation for the world. You'll see man and all of our failures that were typical back in the the Old Testament and are still typical today. And that's, again, my passion, or not my passion, why I love and really enjoy Isaiah. It's about me. I still love God, although I don't know if I really know how to love him. I don't feel like I'm loving him sufficiently at times, which is most of the time. In fact, I question if I even know how to love at this point in my life fully, truly, um, 
with un, with abandon. So, you know, I, I look at this and I look at Isaiah and I look at all of the challenges that Israel faces and that are documented, and they're the challenges I'm going through. In Isaiah, it talks about how to be right with him, but it also talks about what not to do. And there's a lot of that. It, if you want to not be right with God, in Isaiah it talks about pride in self, taking credit for successes, leaning on things and others, but not God. It's interesting. I told you I wasn't going to be doing, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar, and I'm definitely not a pastor, but there's just so many pieces here in Isaiah that I enjoy and that mean a lot to me that I thought I would just, you know, talk about real quick some of those pieces. So when you're looking at the whole um, pride and leaning on yourself, you know, you go to, you go to chapter 10, verse 12. And in that, it talks about when the Lord has finished all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of, of Assyria for he, for the willed pride, willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, by the strength of my hand, I have done this and by my wisdom, because I have understanding, I removed the boundaries of nations. Bottom line, he's just being proud. Because he's so capable, he's so smart, you know, he, he accomplished these things. Also in Isaiah, uh, if you go to 5, 20 through 23, this is pretty much a description of me. Um, so if I look here, and what are those who call evil good and good evil? Who put darkness for light and light for darkness? Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter? Those are key elements. I don't feel like I've totally done that. I haven't truly said things that are evil and wicked are, are right. But I feel like at times our world has. Um, and I have to a degree. You know, we all, we all say, well, at least I haven't killed anyone. But a sin is a sin is a sin. So I guess I have, that does to help, that part describes, describes me a lot. But I really like this chapter 20, or I don't like, this verse 21, what are those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight? What are those who are heroes at drinking wine and champions at mixing drinks? Who acquit the guilty for a bribe, but not deny justice to the innocent? Again, I don't feel like I mix drinks well. <laughs> um, but it's more along the lines of for those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. I've, in the past done very very well and I gave myself the credit not God I relied upon my skills and my abilities I relied upon my bank account and my accomplishments not God and that's ultimately in Isaiah where it talks about and we've read it and we'll keep reading it to be obedient and trust in God and be humble at it stop trusting in man and idols and defend the cause of widows and orphans, those who are less fortunate. Those are the things that we really need to do, and it is repeated, and I'm not going to go to chapters and verses because it's so often covered in, in Isaiah. But those really relying on God, being obedient, and taking care of others, that is the great 
commission of in Isaiah, that's what God tells us. If we want to be right with him, what we need to do. And so for that, I, I really value Isaiah because I see myself in so many of these examples. And it's a reminder to stop putting trust in myself. Stop tr- putting trust in my idols, which are bank accounts, which are knowledge, which are whatever it might be. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, and there's the list is long. So that's why Isaiah. The other part about Isaiah that I really, really enjoy is it shows God has been the God of all of the world. He's been the God of all the nations, not just Israel. And as a Gentile, someone from those nations, I value that and I take you know, great pleasure in that. If you go, if you look at uh, chapter 49, verse, uh, we'll just start at five. Now the Lord says, he who formed me in the womb to bring, be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself, for I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, it is too small a thing for, for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Now that's actually in that chapter he's talking about his servant Jesus and Jesus' task. But what you're seeing is from the very beginning, still in Isaiah, all the way back in the Old Testament, he's thinking about us. Also in in verse in chapter 56, 6 through 7, it shows again that he was thinking about us and that he's the God of all of us. So these these def- depictions, these stories, these commands, these comments, these demonstrations of love for his people that you see in the Old Testament, they all apply to us. And that's the glory of this. In 6 it says, And foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to serve him, to love the name of the Lord and to worship him, all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and hold fast to my covenant. These I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my home will be called a house of prayer for all nations. That, to me, is incredible. And that's why, within the Old Testament, I still find so much joy, peace, contentment, and wisdom and teachings. Because he was thinking about me. He was thinking about you. And even though I struggle on a daily basis, even though there's so many challenges and rebellions on my part, he was still there for me. And thinking about me and you. Just like Israel's accepted back when they turn away from their idols. And they... they turn to God when they revel in his his love and his wisdom and his commands they're accepted back with open arms you and I are accepted back 
And we're even more fortunate because God has already forgiven our sins. When we accepted Christ in our lives, he forgave us for the sins of the past, our current, and our future. Our repentance is what, and our faith and his grace have already knocked out our sins. So he welcomes us back when we fail. He strengthens us when we're weak. And he guides our path when we seek him out. And even when we don't, there is a purpose for our lives. We may not see it clearly today. We may not see it clearly tomorrow. But he's in charge. And there is a purpose. So with that, my friends, I thank you for your time. Today is just an update, and tomorrow there will be another another um, chapter, chapter 8, I believe. It's interesting. I've only po posted seven chapters. I've actually read through to 56, but I haven't recorded them. So I'm going back and go starting at 8, because I had recorded seven of them. And I will be going back and doing eight, nine, ten every you know, each day, as I talked about. So I thank you for your time, your patience in listening to this rambling message. <clears throat> and I just thank you for all that you've done, who you are, and for the time you spend. And I'll close with a quick quick prayer. Lord God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this day. I pray that you would watch out for all of us, that you would be with us as we walk towards you and with you. I pray that you would help us to have our hearts and our minds open, that our hearts would be softened, the walls would be broken down, and that we would see your will in our lives, that you would be our focus, that you'd be glorified by all that we do, and that would bring you honor and glory, that we would be soft to your molding and strong in your purpose. It's in Jesus' name I pray, and I thank you. Amen.